Hi, bonjour, and welcome to episode three of the Step Over Podcast. I know, I know, pipe down. This is a particularly good episode. This week we're going to be chatting with uh, Clarissa Larissi, uh, who is born and raised in Stittsville. And right now she's tearing it up uh, in the NCAA for the University of Memphis. Her Memphis Tigers just beat uh, the University of Cincinnati 2-0 to stay undefeated in their conference. So we're going to chat with her. We're going to find out, out all about her, her inspirations, favorite pizza toppings, all of it. I hope you'll join us. Since our last episode, fans of the big club Atletico Ottawa and fans of every CPL team found out that we have a new rival on the way, kind of, probably. It was announced that Saskatoon is going to be the host of a new CPL club. So Living Sky Sports and Entertainment has been granted exclusive rights to a club, uh, but there's no name, uh, there's no there's no confirmed location, there's a racetrack that's their preferred site, but I guess there's still a lot of hoops they got to go through. And I don't know, to me, um, like, it just seems a bit early to announce a club if you if you don't have a name, you don't have colors, you don't have a stadium confirmed. I mean, this came as a total surprise to even supporters in Saskatoon, who have been working really hard to, to, to try and attract a team there. They had no idea this was coming. So I'm wondering if the league, you know, was trying to make an announcement without having anything leaked ahead of time. And, you know, I guess that's their right. But when Atletico Ottawa was announced, I feel like they kind of did that right. And that was different. You know, you were able to have an in-person announcement, a party afterwards, fans got to have scarves, all that deal. And there's no reason to think that, you know, this team won't go through. Um, you know, it just would have been nice for, for the fans in Saskatoon to, uh, you know, to have something concrete to latch onto. But I'm sure in the end it'll go through. Um, it sounds like the earliest date that, uh, you know, Atletico Ottawa fans can can expect to host this Saskatoon team is uh, 2023. So this might be the ninth CPL team. But, you know, a lot can happen between now and 2023. You know, Ottawa lost the Fury in the fall of 2019. And spring 2020, boom, Atletico Ottawa pops up. So anyways, Saskatoon sounds like they're getting a team. Might be the ninth team. Might be 10th. We'll see. But that got me thinking. Saskatoon's a long ways away, not really a great candidate for for road trips for fans in Ottawa. And the league wants to grow. I know their goal is, you know, by 2026, uh, when Canada helps host the World Cup, uh, that the CPL is going to be at 16 teams. I hope they get there. That'd be great. You know, easier said than done. There's cities that are ready. It just depends on are the investors going to be there to help get these teams off the ground. But it got me thinking, you know, uh, what candidates are there, you know, within a decent drive, you know, where fans in Ottawa could reasonably, you know, do some road trips. So the closest team right now is York United. They're about a four and a half hour drive, you know, depending on traffic could be six, could be eight hours, depending on the 401. So I started thinking, okay, so I'm thinking for candidates close to Ottawa, I'm thinking, okay, what's going to be possible for maybe a day trip if it's an afternoon game? So you know, say it's an away game, one o'clock kickoff, let's reasonably say a six hour drive from Ottawa. Okay, so you leave at seven, get there for one o'clock kickoff, leave by three, home by nine, or, you know, an evening game, have yourself a nice little overnight trip. I figure six hours is a good kind of target. So I started thinking about where a team could go. So, you know, it's got to have a population base big enough um, to reasonably support, you know, a few thousand people going to a game every week or two. So what parameters do we use to find these expansion city candidates? Now, I'm a big fan of Costco. So what I did was I just went on Google Maps and looked, okay, where are their Costcos? And then would those places make sense to have a team? Because a Costco is not just like a Walmart. They don't just put them anywhere. Generally speaking, uh, a place has to have, you know, there has to be disposable income enough in a place uh, for Costco to put a location. So if people got money to spend at Costco, they're going to have money to spend on soccer. 
So I made a list of 10 possible locations that I think would be good candidates uh, to have a new CPL team. Now, I won't spend too much time on each one. Um, just remember, population, disposable income, Costco. So the first one on my list is Kitchener-Waterloo, which could include Guelph as well. So the Kitchener-Waterloo-Guelph area, you know, has tons of people, multiple Costcos. Guelph just recently announced expansion men's and women's sides in League One Ontario. Who knows, maybe they got even higher aspirations for down the road. And Kitchener-Waterloo used to have uh, KW United FC, uh, which used to play in the USL PDL. And I mean, for a while, they were a really prominent, successful team at that level and had a lot of great players come through. So there's history with that area too. And I mean, Waterloo, you know there's disposable income in that part of the region. Kitchener, Waterloo, Guelph, that triangle, I think is a great candidate. Next on my list is Kingston. This would be the easiest one for Ottawa fans to get to, obviously. You know, it's already a great day trip spot for people from Ottawa. And there's over 150,000 people in the area. And there is a Costco there. I mean, York United right now, uh, you know, they play at York University. Queen's University has some great facilities. So Kingston, I think, you know, could be a good CPL fit. Next on my list is Barry. Now, Barry, uh, you know, it's far enough away from Toronto that it's got its own identity. Um, you know, still pushing 200,000 people in the area. It's got a Costco. And in addition to Guelph, Barry also got a League One Ontario men's team this year, 1812 uh, FC. And I think a lot of people wonder, you know, what are their future aspirations? Maybe that's a team that's going to want, uh, you know, to go fully professional. Next on my list is Peterborough, Ontario. Now, this is the smallest town on my list. Um, officially, they only have about 85,000 people, you know, so maybe a bit small to realistically have a CPL team. But the surrounding area, you know, uh, I think has, you know, 120, 130,000 people. So not bad. They do have the Peterborough Peets in the OHL. So, you know, maybe if they can support an OHL team, maybe a CPL team. Isn't that crazy? And do they have a Costco? Yes, they do. And my last Ontario-based city uh, would be Sudbury. I think Sudbury would be a really cool place to have a CPL team. You know, it's kind of a gateway city to Northern Ontario. I think a team there could have a really unique identity. And I know Sudbury gets a bad rap sometimes, but I think it's a really cool town. So So on the Quebec side, obviously Montreal uh, would be a front runner. And there's been a lot of talk of uh, former Canadian international Alex Bunbury uh, kind of leading the charge in that area. Maybe put the team in Laval. That seems like a no-brainer, so we'll see. Quebec City, another obvious choice. Capital of the province, the second biggest city. Beautiful place to visit. Don't think you would go wrong there. Trois-Rivières, in between Montreal and Quebec, uh, I think would be a good candidate. Some of you might remember the Trois-Rivières attack, uh, which is where Marc DeSantos got his start, kind of in the semi-professional soccer ranks uh, in terms of coaching. So they used to play at a local university there, UQTR. So you upgrade that. You've got about 150,000 people in that area. And there's a Costco. Next on my list uh, is Sherbrooke which I feel doesn't get a lot of love when people talk about potential CPL expansion towns. Uh, and I feel like it should. You know, the metro population uh, cracks 200,000 people, so it's a good-sized town. Does it have a Costco? Yes, it does. And it's even got a stadium that hosted soccer games during the 1976 Olympics. I don't think the stands have been touched since then. You look at some pictures, it looks like it might be a little rough. But the field looks good, and you just build a modular stadium around that, and you're good to go. It looks like it's a really nice central spot. So yeah, I don't see why Sherbrooke wouldn't be a good candidate. And the last town on my list, oh my god, I want this to happen so badly. God, no. I know it's right beside Ottawa, and we have Atletico Ottawa, but but why can't there be a Gatineau team too? There are close to 300,000 people on the Gatineau side, which is a massive population base for a CPL team. And people will make the argument that, you know, it's too close to Atletico. But is it? Like, how many people are crossing the river to go to TD Place? 
I don't think it's that many. I think as opposed to drawing fans away from TD Place, I think it could be one of those situations where having a team north of, you know, we're having a team north of the river might even increase the draw south of it, increase the the level of awareness and passion uh, in the entire region. You could have such a unique rivalry, like unparalleled, really, in professional sports in Canada. I'm sure you could find a pretty central spot, uh, you know, to put a modular stadium. You'd have fans marching across the bridge, and Gatineau's got a Costco, so it checks all the boxes. So if it were me, and I had a magic wand, I would put a professional team in Gatineau right now. So that's my list of 10 cities that are relatively nearby that I think could and should have CPL teams. Let me know what you think. If you think I'm nuts, if you agree, if you got your own ideas, let me know what you think. Now, as promised, uh, we're going to get to our chat with Clarissa Larissi right after this transition. All right, I'm going to do a bit of an intro for you. Okay. Because there's a lot about you that I've that I found. You have a lot, a lot of accomplishments, so uh, I'm just going to take a bit of water here. Oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah, make sure I'm not parched. Let's see. She's played with OSU where she led the Ontario Youth Soccer League in goal scoring from 2014 to 2016. She's a senior at the University of Memphis and along with a bunch of academic honors and achievements, she's the 37th ranked women's soccer player in the entire NCAA according to Top Drawer Soccer, recently named American Athletic Conference Offensive Athlete of the Week. She is Clarissa Lurisi. So you're from Stisville originally, right? Yes. Okay, so I have a very important Stitzville question as someone who is also from Stitzville. Okay. Okay. Uh, JoJo's pizza or Papa Sam's pizza? Oh, oh, that's a good one. Um, I'm going to say JoJo's just because my sister worked there. So I'm just going to kind of go that way. But honestly, pizza in general, love it. (laughs) Okay, right on. Uh, Toppings, go. Toppings, um, a lot of meat, all different kinds of meat, chicken, um, sausage, ham all of it bacon i even like broccoli surprisingly it's really broccoli good. yeah okay i'm not gonna judge because i have not had broccoli on pizza and i'm actually vegetarian so okay. that's something that i might have to try no actually my teammate showed me and i never go back like i love broccoli on my pizza now like does it go well with like with certain toppings yeah it goes well i also put like onions garlic like i love a lot of things on my pizza so okay well we're learning a lot already this is great yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) um your favorite soccer field to play on in the metropolis of stitzville i'm gonna uh, i don't play enough in stitzville because osu was kind of like manatee area so that's true that's true i didn't really play in did you play like your like youth like young soccer youth i was in in or or goldburn Oh, okay. So oh, really, it's like Richmond or Canada or Richmond, kind of like right. I think like right on the line of Richmond. I don't think okay. it goes far. I don't really know. <laughs> okay. Uh, Alexander Grove was my kind of go-to. Just just doing that out there. Okay, good yeah. to know. Good yeah. to know. <laughs> um, did you have like a did like uh, you know when you're in Sitzville or or like when you're growing up did you have like a favorite hangout spot or or were you trying to find ways to to not be in Sitzville so if I'm gonna be honest I didn't really have much of a hangout spot I really didn't hang out with people it was kind of just all soccer so if I'd say my hangout spot in Sitzville would not really be in Sitzville it kind of just be the soccer field okay 
teammates. <laughs> but that's a sign of, of, you know, what was to come then. Exactly. Your obsession with the sport. Okay. That's where it started. <laughs> um, so like, when did you first start playing soccer? Um, I started when I was, I want to say seven or eight years old. I started a little later than most people. Most people started when they were like younger. I kind of started a little later, seven, eight. Okay. Did you play anything else when you were growing up? No, just soccer. No way. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, did you, so like when you, when you started, did you realize that you had a knack for it or was that something that kind of came a bit later? Um, I think that I like originally when I started, I think the thing that everyone loved about me was like the speed that I had as a child. Like I was like a very fast and stuff. So I think that's why I love the sport so much is because, you know, I got so much praise for being like fast and stuff. So, you know, I was like, okay, like I like this and I kind of just kept going with it. (laughs) So you just like kept being fast and people just kept liking it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Was there a point that you remember where like you decided like, oh, I kind of want to take this a bit more seriously? Um, Yeah, I want to say like after the first or second year of me playing house league, um ever since like getting into competitive and all that I just was like okay this is like serious you know like I wanted to like everything was like of like everything that I was doing was like revolved around soccer in that case after like as soon as I started competitive so when did you join OSU I joined OSU later oh I don't even know if I had to guess I want to say like when I was in like grade nine maybe Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I played at West Ottawa before. So when I was younger, younger, it was Goldburn and Canada. They were like two different. And then those two came together as West Ottawa. So then I played for West Ottawa until I want to say grade nine. That's just a lucky guess. I don't really know. Okay. And then it was really hard because OSU and West Ottawa were very like competitive and like rivals and stuff. And like, I didn't want to go to OSU because I was like, no, I can't like leave my team and stuff. But because like West Ottawa got relegated from the league, that was like the best league because we were playing in Toronto and stuff. Um, that's when I decided I had to do it. It was like best for me kind of in a way, you know, and okay. the girls you were really good. So I was like, you know, this can make me better and stuff like that. So I ended up just going to OSU and end up loving it. So that's really interesting. So there is a rivalry between you know, West Ottawa and like OSU because I, it's been a while since I was playing with those clubs and, you know, with the Stittsville soccer club which is long, long gone. Yeah, so we had our rivalries with, with Richmond and with Munster, which those aren't a thing anymore. Yeah, um, definitely not so, anymore. Yeah, so there's a West Ottawa and like OSU rivalry then. Yes, at least when I was playing there, we always had a rival, like rival. Okay. Playing with OSU, uh, you said that was like a hard transition, you know, just uh, you know, joining a different organization. Um, what were some of the positives that, that came out of that? Um, positives was, um, I think like the environment at OSU is very professional and like, you know, they really want everyone to succeed and like, they want the best and always trying to play like extra work for like to get you guys better. So I really liked that. And I mean, West Ottawa had that too, but like when I was older, you know, like I realized it more when I was like going to OSU and I mean, the girls were amazing. I mean, it was tough because, you know, they were like, the enemy when I was younger but then when I got to know them obviously I loved them to death I absolutely love those girls so um there was a lot of positives I mean I had to make positive out of something that was really like tough 
So you're with the University of Memphis now. Uh, so what made you decide to, to move to an American school? And, and then why did you choose Memphis? So I wanted to move to um, the States for soccer because um, I think I like the, like the environment here when it comes to sports. Um, I really like how, you know, they're all about athletes, you know, school is like school, but like athletes are like, you know, very well treated. And um, the soccer is very good here too. So really was excited for that. Um, and then Memphis, uh, you know, I just, I went on a bunch of visits to other schools, but when I came here to Memphis, you know, I liked it. And I liked the team. Um, I enjoyed the coaches. So I just felt right. And so I was like, okay, let's just go here. <laughs> uh, so what are you studying there? Psychology. Is there, is there like an aspect of that that, you know, is a particular interest to you? Yeah. So I, I was originally in health studies because, you know, I thought I was going to be like a physio or something like that. And then I chose to go to psychology because um, I kind of got into like sports psychology and started getting interested in that. So, um, yeah, I mean, I just liked psychology better. I had one course of psychology in my freshman year and I loved it. So I was like, you know what, let's just change it. <laughs> you know, does that play into your, your on-field play, like, can you kind of play psychological games with the other team? <laughs> sometimes I do, if I'm going to be honest. Sometimes I'll talk to the defenders. I'll get them a little distracted, you know? I'll Is try my best. Talk? Yeah, obviously. Oh, actually, I don't trash talk. I just talk to them. I just talk to them, and they get a little distracted. So I, I'm just going to do <laughs> – I keep doing that. <laughs> That's subversive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so – I noticed on the roster uh, that's on the school website, there are uh, at least 29 players on that are on the women's team uh, and 14 are from Canada. Um, yeah. Is that a coincidence or does Memphis just like love Canadian players? Yes. My coach loves Canadian players. So like when we have um, like tournaments in like Toronto, like those big tournaments, my coach will always be there because he loves Canadians. He really does. Is there like, is there a reason for that? Are we just like, he just gets along with us or... I mean, it's Canada. Who doesn't get along with I us? I mean, that's true. Like, come on. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, uh, I mean, he's been recruiting really good players from there. So So there's just like a good like a good pipeline from Canada to Memphis. Yeah. I mean, Toronto, when like people go to Umbro tournament, there's some really good players and really good teams. So, I mean, I don't really blame him. Not everyone goes to Canada to, to recruit. So like they're just poaching the best players. Yeah, pretty okay. much. Pretty much. <laughs> okay. So what's the city been like? Like, you know, you're in Memphis. Uh, to me, it always seems like it's it's a really cool uh, town, but I've never been there. I've always wanted to go. Um, like, what's that been like? It's been good. Um, I mean, I can't say that I like sightseed a lot. <laughs> I don't really, I mean, I'm really <laughs> busy kind of in a way with soccer. So um, yeah, I mean, but it's really nice, you know, like it's really cool, like Elvis and stuff. Like there's some, there's the... Pink Palace. I want to say that's what it's called. I've heard of that, but I don't know what it is. It's so it's Elvis's house in Memphis. Okay. And yeah. And so you can go and see like the inside and all that. It's pretty cool. Um, I've driven by it. So I got that. <laughs> so there's that you've seen it. There's that there's like the pro shop, like pyramid. That's really cool. Um, there's the bridge between like Memphis and Arkansas, which is really beautiful. Like our team goes to like picnics, picnics on like the, the near the water. It's really nice, but cool. yeah, it's actually a really nice city. So you said that you don't get out too much to kind of sightsee, but do you have any favorite spots there? 
I definitely say the bridge just because like my team. I like a good bridge too. Yeah. It's like, but it's like, you see the bridge. So you're on like the, like the grass and then there's water and then like the bridge is there. It's a beautiful view. And my team goes there and we play like a bunch of games together. It's just usually fun. So. I mean, it probably isn't as nice as the, as the carp river bridge in in beautiful, but I mean, I'm sure it's close. No, not even close really. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So how has life been there? uh, You know, training and all that stuff. Like how has that uh, changed this past year during, during COVID? Yeah, um, it's it's changed a lot, um, especially because we did not have season in the fall, which we usually do, and it got pushed to the spring. So now we're playing, but um, last fall was COVID was still like new then too. So we were very like um, like we didn't hang out much as a team all together because obviously like can have like more than like ten people or five people or whatever. So it was really hard at first. You know, training had to be sometimes like socially distanced um but yeah it was it was tough and it still is because now even that we're in games like we get tested a lot um before after game all that fun fun stuff but um yeah COVID really made it tough but in the end I mean we get to play soccer so we can't complain (laughs) uh when players score you know um often teams have like these pre-recorded clips that they post on social media um of of the players that score yes um, so you have a few that, that like Memphis uses of you and you score quite a bit, which is good to get some good use, you know? Yes. Um, yes. so, uh, there's one where you do a dance and I saw, it and I thought this looks like it's been choreographed. It's a uh, do you know, the one that, like, do you know what the one that I'm talking about? I know exactly the one I got a lot of texts and calls after that one was posted. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah. so is it choreographed or do, you, or do you just come up with that? So it's a TikTok dance. I don't know. If okay. You- yeah, so TikTok dance, and um, that's when it was kind of like when we took those videos and photos and stuff. That's when it was like super new, and I was obsessed with it. I was doing it everywhere. My team was like getting annoyed because I'll just like do the dance randomly, um, and then I was like, so, you know what? So I'll- like, this is your thing. I did not make the dance. No, no, no. I'm sorry, but like on your team, this is yes. your this is yes. your thing. I was the one always doing it. Everyone's like, oh, there she goes again. Um, I'm sorry. I have a dog barking in the background. That's okay. <laughs> okay I think he's done cool um yeah but yeah I it was embarrassing because I didn't think they posted some of those videos were just for fun but hey everyone got a good laugh about uh, like about it so I'm glad everyone got okay so how long so so how long did it take to to practice that dance though until you had it down enough that you could have it for (laughs) for not long I'm like I'm on that app a lot so it did not take me long (laughs) Oh, sadly <laughs> um do you have any dances that you do as like uh you, you know your after goal celebrations I don't do any dances no I um I'm not very original with my celebrations no just like a fist bump or I just get yeah fist bump in the air like just go hug a teammate because I'm so happy you know I don't really have time to think of a dance oh that's good you're too focused you're too focused yeah, yeah. exactly yes that's the reason exactly <laughs> Um, all right. So I got a quick question before I let you go. Okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, they're, they're designed to be quick, but you can answer however you want. Um, uh, did you have a favorite team when you were growing up? I did not. Oh, I no? did not. No, I was like the type of person where like, if my dad said he liked the team, I'd like the team. If my cousin said he liked the team, I'd say I'd like the team too. Um, I didn't really, I didn't 
have a team. I mean, I think that if I did, it'd probably be like Barcelona because I really liked Messi. Okay. But other than that, I, I never, I've never had a team. Do you have one now? Now, um, I've been. I mean, besides to- Memphis, obviously. obviously, obviously that's number Best, one. Greatest university team in the world. Of course. Um, yeah. But if I had to choose, I think Tottenham so far has been like I've been really keeping up with them. So yeah, I'd say Tottenham for right now. Okay. Yeah. Is there any reason? I watched their. Um, I don't know if you knew, but like on Netflix, maybe it's on Netflix or it's like on Amazon Prime. They have like a like a kind of like a documentary of their 2019 season. Yes. Yeah. And I loved it. I loved it. And ever since I've been like keeping up with their games, watching their games and all that. So all right. it also helps that my my roommate's a huge Tottenham fan. So she's has posters everywhere of like Harry Kane. Like all that stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So just getting you ingrained in it, eh? Exactly. Okay. Um, who is your favorite player? Favorite player would probably be right now. Um, I want to say, I'm going to say a woman. Um, I'd say right now, Kristen Press. She's on the U.S. national team. And it's a little random, but recently, I just really like her style of play. Like, I like her style. Um, and I kind of, like, think that I'm similar to it. And so far, I've been, like, really liking her. So recently, yeah, I'd say Kristen Press. I mean, if you're anything like Kristen Press, then Bev Priestman's going to be calling you super soon. I hope like, so. Yeah, I hope like, so. There's nothing wrong with being like Kristen Press. Yeah, she's amazing. She's really good. Um, your favorite sport besides soccer? Ooh, like to watch? Watch, play, you choose. Hmm. Honestly, I love all sports. I will play any sport but liking to watch since i've been in memphis i really like to watch football okay yes and basketball i've been really into that since um but i also like to play basketball if i can i'm very short so it doesn't really help but i like to play it (laughs) i'm sure players that's fine exactly or volleyball volleyball i loved i played a little in high school but it was just high school you know high school sports who would you say has had the biggest impact on your career so far Ooh, um biggest impact on my career I would say my family my family all like I so I have a sister and like my parents I'd say they all have really impacted me like for growth as a player and as a person in general so I'd, also, I'd say them. And also my cousin, because my cousin plays soccer too, and he always pushed me. So That's really nice. Any, yeah. any shout-outs you want to give to anyone? Um, shout-out to Memphis Soccer, <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, no, shout-out to OSU for everything. Also West Ottawa. I mean, every coach that I've ever had, because they've all been amazing to me. Um, but yeah, honestly, everyone in the soccer world, shout-out to them um who is the best player you've you've ever played uh like either with or or like against like like best player you've been on the field with mm. oh okay best player that I've played against there's a lot like defender wise who would like be defending me or just in general just in general again you can like answer however you want hmm okay I would say hmm someone that I played against oh 
I don't know. There's so many. Recently, I'm going to say there's this girl on South Florida. Her name's Evelyn. She's also on the Canadian national team. Um, she was so, Evelyn, I want to say Vienne. Vienne's, Vienne's. I'm not yeah. sure how to say her name, so I'm yes. super embarrassed. But no, I don't either. But I played against her because she was in South Florida, and I always like it was always like scoring. You know, she would score, I would want to score. So she really pushed me, if anything. But I think that she was really good. She always found the back of the net, and I loved it. So your favorite food? Chicken wings. Okay. Random, but I really like chicken wings. Not random at all. Wings <laughs> are fantastic. Uh, like, is there a flavor that you're into? Um, I'm like barbecue, honey barbecue kind of thing. So a little bit of sweetness to it. Right on. Yeah. Your favorite uh, pregame meal? Hmm. My favorite pregame meal. I don't really have a favorite pregame meal. I don't have like a specific thing that, you know, I'd have to eat or something like that. I kind of anything with carbs and bread. I love bread. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. Uh, what's the better halftime snack, oranges or watermelon? I'm going to say oranges. I just feel so refreshed when I eat an orange. I feel, I feel very like strongly the same too. way. I feel like there's a, it gives me energy somehow. I don't know. I'm sure it does. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Um, what's your favorite hot dog or hamburger condiment? Like, like if you could fill that big green still water tower with a condiment, which would it be? Oh, Ketchup. I can put ketchup on like most things, really. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Your favorite movie? I really like Unbroken. Oh, which one is that? So that's the movie where he was, um, he was a soldier and then he was like a flight soldier, like a flight. I don't know what they're called. Like a pilot? No, he wasn't a pilot, but he was in the plane, you know. Who's in it? I don't know. (laughs) Can I Google it really quick? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. I can edit this. This is fine. Okay. So his name is, oh, Angelina Jolie is the director. I don't oh, know. really? Yeah. His name is Jack O'Connell. There's not really like, they're not famous in here, but like, so he was an Olympian. Okay. Okay. And then he went to the war. He was in the military. Okay. And then he was in the plane or whatever, and it crashes. And so then he lives on this, like the, the water for like 47 days. And then he got captured by like the, the Japanese Navy and then was in camps. And like, just the guy was just always trying to break him. Like they had a thing for him. Like he wanted to like break him down and all that. And he was so strong. And I just love that movie because of how much, it's just like crazy. Like, you know, your life, you have so much, so many things can happen, but like he didn't let anything break him. He was so strong that whole time and he went through so much. So I just really love that movie. It's very inspiring. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm going to have to add this to my, to my Netflix oh, watch sure. list. It's a long movie. Don't get me wrong. It's long, okay. but so good. Okay. Right on. What's a fact about you or like an interest of yours uh, that, that most people uh, like wouldn't know about you or like it would take a while if they knew you to like find out. Um, Probably that I like love music and like instruments and stuff like I used to play the piano um drums I am learning currently the ukulele and I'm having fun with that so I really like a lot of like music stuff okay that's really impressive like knowing how to play one 
musical instrument, I think it just is like so impressive. Uh, so learning a third one is that much more impressive to me. Thank you. Yes, I actually am really, I really enjoy it. Is there, um, is there like a song that you're trying to, that you're really trying to pick up on the ukulele? So I've been just Googling it and I've been learning just songs, like maybe like once every like month or when I got, like when I got my ukulele, I learned like five songs in like two days. Like I was obsessed with it. I wouldn't put the, I wouldn't put the like ukulele down. I loved it. Now are you going to be putting some like songs on YouTube or anything? Like oh that? no. Oh no, 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 no. That's <laughs> okay. to myself. That's yeah, no. <laughs> okay. No, that's fine. That's fine. Um, what do you hope to do with your post-soccer career? Um, for me, um, post-soccer career, I haven't really thought that far ahead. I mean, for me, it's just soccer. Um, I'm sure it's going to be something to do with soccer. Um, probably coach. Um, I'm doing psychology. So maybe like be a psych, a sports psychologist, something like that, but definitely sticking to like the sports world for okay. sure. So you're just so focused on soccer. You can't even. Oh, yeah. you can it's going to be way, way far back. I mean, you have a long career ahead of you. So you have, it's, you have like decades to think about it. It's fine. Lots of time. Lots of time. <laughs> um, so my last question, uh, pie in the sky. Uh, what's one club you would like to play for one day? One club. Honestly, if I get to play like anywhere in like the Premier League or something like that, I would be so happy. Just because it's such a big league or like even um, like in the NWSL here in the United States, just being able to play for like a really good team. I'm not picky. Let me tell you, <laughs> I'll, I'll be anywhere. I don't mind. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, the way that that, uh, that you've been playing, I think that, you know, uh, sky's the limit for you. Thank you. I hope uh, so. And I think everyone in Ottawa is going to be cheering you on. Thank you. I enjoyed that so much. Uh, I want to thank Clarissa for joining us, and we wish her the best of luck with the rest of her NCAA season. And that will wrap things up for this episode of The Step Over. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, um, like, subscribe, say hi. We're on Instagram, Twitter. You can email at thestepoverpodcast at gmail.com. We got more episodes of The Step Over in the pipeline. Until next time, we'll see you.